0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 137 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick Migovre, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, the most common weight loss mistakes that runners make. So I keep hearing from other coaches out there on social media and stuff, there's this kind of crazy idea that as a runner, you can't lose weight if you're training. If you're running consistently, you just can't lose weight, or you shouldn't. And I think this idea is kind of crazy. I'll tell you more about that in a second, but most runners who set out to lose weight, um, probably make some mistakes along the way. And this is why some of these coaches just say, don't even try to lose weight while you're a runner because it's hard to do. Well, I think it's just because people are doing it wrong. (laughs) There's mistakes being made and we need to just fix the mistakes. Okay. So I exclusively coach runners to help them lose the extra pounds. And I've seen all these mistakes. I've seen every mistake possible and then some. And a big part of what I do now is to help you as a runner not to make these same mistakes, right? You can absolutely lose weight while running, while training, while training for a marathon, while training for an ultra marathon. And you can even maintain or improve your running performance along the way. You just have to focus on a few key things here, okay? So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be talking about the most common weight loss mistakes runners make, and what you can do to avoid them. And making mistakes is part of the process sometimes, unfortunately, it's part of the process of learning. Um, But like I said, what I do now as a coach is I help you with guidance with direction i help you to not make the common mistakes that so many people make when they set out to improve their health to lose weight to get leaner stronger improve their running performance all that stuff this is why i do what i do this is why i created my coaching program the running lean coaching project this is my immersive coaching program that delivers knowledge guidance support accountability encouragement, motivation to help you stay on track so that you can improve your health, lose the weight and make changes to your health that last permanently. This isn't about quick fixes and and you know, losing weight as fast as possible. You can go somewhere else and figure out how to do this, how to do that. This is about becoming the healthiest and most badass version of yourself and doing it in a way that you can make last you know we're talking about longevity here we're talking about permanent lifestyle changes so if you're ready for that if you're ready to lose weight get stronger run faster run longer and do it permanently then you're ready for the running lean coaching project you got to apply for coaching with me it's not for everybody you got to fill out a short application schedule a zoom call with me we'll have a conversation it doesn't take that long we'll talk about your goals I'll answer your questions. We'll see if coaching is a good fit for you. Uh, to get started with the process, just go to runningleancoaching.com apply, put in your application, and uh, we'll just see if this is a good fit. You know, I would love to see you in the Running Lean Coaching Project. I'd love to help you become the leanest, strongest, most badass version of yourself yet. Just go to runningleancoaching.com slash apply, and let's get started. All right, let's talk about some mistakes. (laughs) Some of the most common mistakes that runners make when they set out to lose weight. And like I was saying at the top of the episode here, I've heard from a lot of coaches and a lot of quote-unquote experts in this space that talk about not being able to lose weight while you're training, like it's just impossible to do, so why even bother? And I'm gonna say right now that I think that's BS because I help runners all the time to lose weight while they're training for a marathon, while they're training for uh, an Ironman, while they're training for some other endurance sport, some A race. But a lot of people out there think that you, you shouldn't try and I think it's coming from this place of runners eating Kind of a terrible diet, really, eating a ton of carbs. And if you're eating a ton of carbs, it's going to be very challenging for you to lose weight. That's for sure. We aren't going to talk about that today. Um, or they think that you know just running more is like the answer to losing weight, and it's not, right? It's it can be part of a, a healthy uh, weight loss strategy, but it's not the answer. It's not alone. Running is not a great weight loss strategy. It just isn't. You know, it's good for you. It's good for a lot of things. But by itself, as a way of losing weight, just doesn't really work too well. Okay? So there are some sort of myths out there. There are some mistakes that people make. There's some misinformation out there. And I just want to clear some of that up here today. And really, I want to focus on some of these big mistakes that people make. Because I want you to be able to approach your weight loss journey in a way that feels good for you and that that you know where you keep making progress if you're not making progress it's not working then obviously something isn't working right you got to change something but a lot of times it's just because you're making one of these big mistakes okay so just know that there are people out there that believe wholeheartedly that you cannot or should not even try to lose weight if you're if you're running, um, especially if you're training for a race, and I think that is um, untrue. I think you can absolutely lose weight while you're in training mode. You just have to do things a little bit differently, and you have to like make sure you're focusing on a few key things. So let's talk about these. All right. The first is this. This is one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when they approach um, weight loss in general, but especially as a runner, somebody that's engaged in regular running, uh, regular exercise, um, endurance exercise, and that is not eating enough, not getting enough calories. And this might surprise you that I'm even talking about this. Um, because in general, I think that counting calories is a mistake. I think that we shouldn't be focused on the calorie number this is not really, this is not really the way we have evolved as human beings. Like we never had My Fitness Pal until very recently. So if counting calories meticulously was the only way you could lose weight or maintain weight, we would have been overweight and obese individuals throughout our entire existence. But no, no, we've only become um, overweight and obese and sick and in uh, diabetic in the last fifty years, pretty much, before that, the the numbers were much much lower than they are now. And and so I think this idea of just like counting calories, is not the answer. Okay, so I think most people when they set out to lose weight, they think they need to be in some sort of massive calorie restriction. And this can be a problem, especially when your training load increases, because if you're restricting calories, but you're pushing yourself harder and harder, this is going to kind of slow down your metabolism because your body is trying to conserve energy and conserve calories. So it's going to slow down how much energy you're expending. And so your resting metabolic rate will actually go down. The amount of calories you burn just from sitting around watching Netflix will go down So no amount of exercise is going to like offset that, you know, they talk about you can't outrun a bad diet, you can't outrun a calorie deficit either, okay, so you have to be mindful not to let your calories go too low. And listen, if calories in and out, if that was like the answer to all this, to like losing weight and being healthy and everything, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now because you'd know what to do. All the food tracking apps that are out there, all the exercise trackers, all the calorie deficit diets, all this stuff would work. It'd work beautifully. They'd all work perfectly, but they don't. You know, we've got nutrition labels that talk about calories. We've got meal replacement shakes. We've got guidelines. We've got 100 calorie snacks. Like all these things would work, but none of these things actually work. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to stop tracking every single calorie and every single workout and trying to do some math where you're subtracting the amount of calories burned with the amount of calories that you're taking in and then make sure you're making this equation like you're doing all this math like to try to make all this work for you, right? Your body doesn't understand math. Here's what your body understands. Feed me real food. I should eat until I feel full. And when, I'm, when I exercise more, I'm probably going to need to eat more. That's a good rule of thumb to follow right there. Eat real food, eat to satiety. And when you're in uh, heavier training loads, you need to be eating more. Don't worry about the number of calories as much as, do I feel like I'm giving my body what it needs? Am I eating the right amount of food for what I'm doing right now? It's a pretty easy question to answer most of the time. It should be pretty clear to you. Yeah, I think I'm doing good. Some people are over, some people are overeaters and they will eat more than they need and then you feel like overly stuffed. If you're feeling overly stuffed when you eat, that's a problem, you gotta stop doing that, okay? Eat to society, not pass there. Eat more when you're hungry for more because you're working out harder. And let's just put away the calorie trackers, right? You can lose weight without starving yourself. You know, you can lose weight without this massive calorie deficit. Yes, if you reduce your calories dramatically, you can lose a lot of weight, but it's not sustainable. Like I said, your metabolism will slow down to match the calories that are coming in. And if you're a runner and you're putting out a lot of extra um, effort, you're going to be breaking yourself down really fast, okay? So you got to, like, make sure you're keeping your... Um, Your the number of calories you're eating up you got to keep the amount of food that you're eating up high enough to support your metabolism and keep your metabolism going also to support the kind of um, training that you're doing right and it really helps also if you're eating the right kinds of foods okay so that's point number two so point number one is not eating enough you know not eating enough or getting enough calories not eating enough food Point number two is this, the biggest mistake I see, number two is like, just like eating way too many carbs. Like thinking that, oh, as a runner, like I just gotta fuel with all the carbs and, and here's something I have to tell you. You do not need carbs to run. You heard me correctly, you do not need carbs to run. Your body will do just fine with other sources of fuel. For example, your own stored body fat. This is a much better source of fuel for running. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you've never heard this before, um, just know that what I'm describing here is, is being fat adapted. It's adapting your body to use your own stored body fat instead of carbs as a fuel source, okay? When we get into fat adaptation, you can run longer, you'll have more steady energy throughout the day. Um, you're burning fat, which is a great way to lose weight. Um, you virtually have an unlimited store of body fat on your body. Even someone who's very lean like me, I think I'm like a 13% body fat. Um, I have, you know, a hundred thousand calories of fat on me at any given time, you know? 13% Thirteen percent body fat for me is like twenty pounds of fat on my body. You know, if you do the math, it's like over a hundred thousand um calories of fuel. <laughs> I could run for like two weeks straight without stopping and still, you know, have plenty of fuel on board without eating anything. I'm not I'm not recommending you do this, but you know you could if you if you were. If you had to, okay, you can survive just fine on your own stored body fat. But you gotta get fat adapted. You gotta train your body uh, to, to use fat instead of the carbs as fuel. It takes a little bit of time, it takes a few weeks to get your body used to that. But once you get there, it's so amazing. It's such a great source of fuel. Um, but what runners do is they're like, well, listen, you know, uh, r- uh, running would be easier if I eat more carbs. So I'm just gonna eat more carbs. And what happens is they get hungrier and they get hungry and they start overeating. And the reason we get, uh, hungry when we're eating carbs is that carbohydrates will spike our insulin, insulin jacks up our hunger signals, you know, it messes with the, um, hunger hormone, uh, ghrelin and, and it produces more ghrelin, so we feel hungrier. So, eating a lot of carbs will just make you, in general, consume more food and be hungrier for more food. And if you're also training, you're going to be hungrier as well. So, you're going to be really ramping up these hunger signals, and chances are you're going to be overeating. So, a lot of runners who are trying to lose weight, they just start on this high carbohydrate diet and um, they actually gain weight. So many people come to me and they're like, Patrick, I'm training for a marathon, I'm crushing my workouts for like this past month, and I'm gaining weight, what is going on? And that's exactly what's going on. You know, it's not a, it's not a big mystery to me what's happening when I see somebody eating like that. So what I'm saying is you don't have to eat, you don't have to eliminate carbohydrates from your diet, this isn't about zero carbs, you know, depending on your goals, you can still include some strategic carbs around workouts, some targeted uh, carbohydrate loading um, right before a workout, you know, just to help you um, uh, maintain higher performance levels. Um, But if you're trying to lose weight, you'll want to keep your carbs lower. if you're really crushing workouts, trying to build muscle or something like that, you can afford to go a little bit higher, right? Your carb intake varies based on your goals, your metabolism, how well fat adapted you are, how you feel overall, your overall energy levels, how you're sleeping at night, all those kinds of things, okay? And this is one of the reasons why I do personalized coaching because I can't tell you here what's gonna work for you. We're all so different, right? And I've seen people do amazing things without using carbs at all, including myself. Like I've gone pretty much zero carb for marathon training and then ran a marathon with zero calories. I did a 50K with zero calories. And I've done training cycles where I eliminate carbs, you know, pretty much eliminate. There's a little bit of carbs in some of the things that I eat, but it's very, very low. And, and my, my training improves my, my running times improve my running performance improves. This is crazy, right? Anybody that says you need carbs, you need carbs to run, just go, just tell them, thank you for your, for your opinion. Uh, you don't (laughs) thank you for your opinion i'm going to move on now right um so some people you know they do fine without hardly any some people like to increase carbs as their training ramps up so maybe they're really low carb at the beginning of their training cycle then they can kind of afford to ramp up their carbohydrate intake towards the end of their training cycle when their mileage is increasing or they're getting closer to their a race or something like that Um, And this is one of the fun things about all this for me, because you get to experiment. The bottom line with this and with everything I'm talking about here today and everything I talk about with my clients really is that we are all an experiment of one. N equals one, that means that the number of people in a study is one, and that's you. N equals one. Number of people in the study, (laughs) in this experiment that you're conducting is one. So experiment with this. Try it. Get fat adapted. Go super low carb. See how you feel. See if you can improve your running performance without adding carbs. You can. Absolutely you can. I see it all the day. I help runners do this all the time. So uh, you don't need to eat carbs uh, to run and and go going too high carbs is going to really mess up your your weight loss. Okay, so one of the biggest mistakes I see is people just thinking they need to add a bunch of carbs. Um, Another mistake I see people see is not eating enough protein. Most people in general are protein deficient. They're not getting enough protein. And runners need more protein than the average person, the average sedentary person, or the person who's not training for a marathon. You're you're a runner and you're training for some kind of endurance event, or, or a triathlon, or cycling, or swimming, or whatever it is. You're gonna need more protein than the average person. So because most people aren't getting enough protein, runners tend to be very deficient in protein running is a catabolic exercise catabolic meaning it breaks you down running will will break down muscle tissue right so we got to prevent that from happening and you can prevent it from happening you got to incorporate strength training and you got to get enough protein to support the the athletic uh, uh performance that you're doing on a regular basis so you can do this in a way that also supports your weight loss goals, right? It's not one or the other. It's not like, oh, you can, you can um, eat a lot of protein or you gotta like lose weight or you can't gain muscle uh, while you're losing weight or you know you, you can't be burning fat if you're gaining muscle. Like I've, I've heard all these different like myths and stuff out there. But here's the bottom line. Bottom line is you need enough protein to support um, the running that you're doing, your activity levels. And when you're doing strength training and eating enough protein, you will should be able to maintain or gain muscle mass. More muscle means your metabolism will be faster. You actually increase your metabolism the more muscles that you carry on your body. And as a fat adapted runner, that means you're going to be burning fat even more efficiently. You're burning more calories in general since you primarily burn fat you're going to burn even more fat okay so one of the most important things you can do is regular strength training and getting enough protein if you're actively working out on a regular basis you need more protein than you're probably used to getting i'm going to give you a number here to kind of shoot for for a protein target and i've talked about protein in the past and i may have given you different numbers in the past The science on this keeps changing and so i'm trying to just keep up with the science and and give you what i think is um good information at the time so if i have said something different in the past um that's fine but here's what i'm going to tell you now if you're a runner you're actively working out on a regular basis and you want to maintain or gain some muscle mass then you need to be consuming around 0.9 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. I'm going to repeat that 0.9 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. So let's say you're a woman and you currently weigh 180 pounds, but you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to get to 140. So then let's use 140 as your target. Okay. 0.9 would be 126 grams of protein up to 140 okay? That's what you should be shooting for every day. It may seem like a lot, but I'm telling you right now, it's not. It's not. This is what's going to help prevent uh, muscle uh, loss during weight loss, muscle loss during training, especially for endurance athletes, okay? Uh, let's say you're, you're a man and you're like 200, 220 pounds and you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to get to 180, So that would mean somewhere between 162 grams to 180 grams of protein a day. 0.9 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. Now, these are averages. Your needs will vary based on your goals. Again, this is an experiment of one. But when you're eating enough protein, not only are you going to feel more full and you're going to feel more satisfied and be less hungry throughout the day, you're also going to be supporting your running, you're going to be supporting your muscle mass, you're not going to be losing muscle while you're training, you're not going to be losing muscle while you're losing weight, and you're actually going to kick up your fat burning into high gear, okay? So all these are good things. All these are good things, okay? So get enough protein. It's very, very important. Another problem I see and mistake that I see runners make when they're trying to lose weight is not getting enough rest and recovery. So really, this is like just running too much, right? And just doing too much running. You put your body into this state of chronic stress. You put your body into this state of chronically being in that fight or flight mode. When your body is in that fight or flight mode, um, uh, uh, cortisol is very high, that's the stress hormone. Cortisol being high increases the amount of glucose in your blood because your body is like, hey, we got to get prepared to fight. You know, we got to get prepared to fight or flight here. So the, your body will be constantly releasing more uh, uh, glucose in your blood. So m- your blood sugar raises, is, is being raised constantly, which means insulin is being raised constantly, which means your body is chronically going to be storing fat instead of burning it remember insulin is the driver here. Insulin being high means that your fat is being locked up in your fat cells. You cannot burn fat. You cannot lose fat when insulin is present. This is why we keep carbohydrates low. This is why we practice things like intermittent fasting. This is why we, um, keep our stress levels low. Okay. So we got to be burning fat. We don't want to be storing fat, right? We wanna be using that energy instead of conserving it, okay? It's very hard to lose weight with this strategy. If you're overtraining, it's just gonna be hard to lose weight, right? So you have to prioritize rest and recovery days. You have to make sure you're planning into your training schedule, rest days, recovery days. Um, You gotta give your body the chance to recover from the hard workouts you're doing. You gotta get a good night's sleep every night, stuff like that, okay? So, um, I, I had somebody ask a question, like, how do you know if you're training too much? How do you know if you're, if you're overtraining? So if you're not getting enough rest and recovery, if you're overtraining, um, you're going to start to see some negative impacts on your running performance, right? So that's number one, you'll see that you're running, you can't improve or it's starting to decline. That's a good sign that your health and fitness is kind of suffering, right? Um, And, you know, remember that running is a catabolic exercise, it breaks you down. So um, without proper rest and recovery, your body will not be healing properly, right? So it's going to break you down even faster. And your body's not gonna be able to adapt to the training load. So as you ramp up your training, your body won't be able to adapt to that. And your running performance will you'll really see your performance start to, to suffer, especially as you ramp up the training load, okay? If you're feeling tired all the time, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, these are all indicators that you're overtraining, right? If your uh, workout performance is uh, reduced, if you notice the um, RPE or rate of perceived exertion is going up, if you feel like your workouts keep getting harder and harder, um, your endurance starts to tank, maybe you can't run as long, these, these are all signs that you're overtraining. Okay. Also, we can see some uh, mental, um, impacts, like maybe you're not as clear headed or maybe your mood starts to suffer. You're like really grumpy all the time. Um, have you ever noticed that? Like when you get into these higher training modes, you start to be really grumpy (laughs) around people. That could be a sign that you're overtraining, right? Um, but this can lead to other things like depression and you start to lose motivation and you start to doubt yourself and you just don't feel like running anymore. All these are signs. Like if you're in this mode right now, like these are signs that you might be overtraining, right? So just take some rest recovery days, make sure you're practicing this, um, and, and building this into your training program. Um, because if you're trying to lose weight as a runner, you can do it, but being in this chronically stressed out state and being, um, And overtraining is going to make it very, very difficult for you to lose weight, okay? And then the last mistake I see people make, and and this one's interesting, is not practicing what I call variation, okay? So your body is an adaptive machine, right? If you keep doing the same things every day, day in and day out, your body will adapt to those things. And this can be a good thing, depending on what it is. Um, this is how you develop good eating habits. For example, this is how you develop good workout habits. You know, if like getting up at 4am to run is something that you have to do because your work schedule changed. And at first it's really hard to do, but over time you keep doing it and you get used to it and you get adapted to it and you feel like, Oh, this is actually enjoy getting up at 4am. Hey, good for you. You've, you've created a new habit. Your body is adapted to doing something that it didn't want to do. This is all good, right? So there are also times when doing the same thing over and over again can be kind of, you know, hard on our bodies, things like that, right? Um, And so you've heard this term probably, and I don't like this term, but somebody was talking about this recently and they were like, yeah, you need to be confusing your muscles. Like when you go to the gym, you got to be doing different workouts so you, you know, you're you want to confuse your muscles, muscle confusion, muscle confusion. I'm like, what does that even mean? And I started doing a little digging into this. And muscle confusion. I don't really like that as an analogy. I don't think it's really a thing. You're not confusing your muscles at all. But um we actually want to be consistent in what we're doing in our workouts. Um we want to be consistent, we want to mix things up a little bit, but we want to be fairly consistent so that our bodies will adapt, we do want our bodies to adapt. Okay. So there's this idea. um, uh, Or this, it's not an idea, there's this uh, uh, principle called progressive overload. And this is that you challenge your muscles by changing the stress that you put on them, right? So the stress that you're putting on your muscles, if you want to build muscles, this can come in the form of the intensity of the lift, the number of sets you're doing, the number of reps you're doing, the duration of the workout, the amount of time you engage in the activity. So it could be the same exercise. You could be doing deadlifts and just be like changing how intense you're doing, how many sets you're doing, how many reps. Like If you do it for an hour or you do it for 30 minutes, whatever, any of these kinds of changes will help to positively impact your, uh, performance. Okay. So we're, we're we to progressively overload the system and we can do that in a number of different ways. All right. Um, when it comes to training, uh, weight training and trying to build muscle, progressive overload is a great way to break a plateau. So if you're finding that you're not being able to increase muscle mass, then increase the amount of weight you train with. Right. Um, uh, Progressive overload can also help you with your running workout. So, let's say your 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 uh, running workouts are starting to plateau. Well, increase the duration of a cardiovascular type of workout, or increase the duration of a tempo workout. You know, so these are all different ways of changing things up to break through some sort of a plateau. Okay. Um, so variation is important, but I want to just make sure that we understand that this isn't about confusing yourself or (laughs) confusing your muscles necessarily it's more about that progressive overload principle than it is about confusion i think that's just a silly way of saying it to be honest with you so variation is is key for running too so um one situation a lot of runners find themselves in is that they kind of do all their runs at that same effort they sort of do it like a five six medium hard effort and this can kind of lead to that chronic fatigue that I talked about you know, in the, in the overtraining section, right? So we wanna vary our workouts. You wanna do some speed work, very hard, very fast workouts, but very short. So you're putting a certain type of stress on your body, you're progressively overloading the system, but in a very uh, acute way, very stressful, but acute, short, short bounce, very hard and fast. Then you also want to include some long, slow running. This helps you to build endurance. This is much less stressful. It's much longer, much longer workouts, but it's a less, less amount of stress on your body. It's, it's more of a chronic stress. So you don't want it to be as high. You want that stress to be lower for that long, slow running. Okay. So this is how we vary our running workouts. And then when it comes to diet and nutrition, variation is key there too right? So you don't have to do the exact same thing every single day, week, month, you know, mix it up a little bit. You know, we talk about things like intermittent fasting, which just means like we don't eat all the time. We don't eat six times a day. We eat maybe two, three times a day, right? that's all that means. So maybe you normally eat around noon, you eat at 8pm and maybe don't be so rigid about this. If you, if you want to eat a few minutes early or even an hour or two on either side of that, it's all good. It's not going to make or break your whole weight loss plan, okay? Um, Sometimes you need to eat around your training schedule. Sometimes you need to eat around family schedules and things like that. It's totally fine. Don't be too stressed out about that, okay? Practice a little bit of variation here, right? Some days you may even add an extra meal or take one away. So you might do longer fasts or like shorter fasting periods, and that's all good. These These are all good. Variation is going to help you To maintain this for the long haul, right? And and when we're practicing variation like this, it should not negatively impact your running performance. It shouldn't negatively impact your weight loss uh, plans. Um, So just make sure that what you're doing isn't, you know, well, I'm gonna practice some variation. So I'm gonna eat, you know, a whole large pizza by myself, because, you know, it's variation. No, that's not what we're talking about here. (laughs) So we wanna practice some variation, but in ways, in our workouts and in our nutrition and stuff that actually help to support us and and don't throw things off off our whole program okay okay so quick recap as a runner if you're trying to lose weight you can do it it is possible um, you can still maintain your training um, you can still lose weight you don't have to lose muscle um, but don't make some of these mistakes number one don't restrict calories too excessively be sure to eat enough fuel to keep your metabolism going and to fuel your workout so sometimes you'll need to eat more sometimes a little bit less um don't be tempted to start eating all the carbs right because it's just going to make you super hungry it's going to kick you out of that fat burning mode slow down your weight loss Uh, make sure you're getting enough protein running breaks you down it really does so strength training and enough protein are going to help prevent muscle loss while still burning fat while still losing fat weight you can still do this right um Make rest and recovery days a priority. Keep your body out of that chronic stress mode. If your body is in that chronic stress mode, it's going to be very, very hard to lose weight, right? And then lastly, practice variation. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be so rigid mix it up a little bit. Um, Variation is one of the keys to creating a well-rounded, super healthy, badass version of you, okay? Um, And remember, all of this stuff is uh, subject to what works and doesn't work for you as an individual. We are all an experiment of one. You get to try some of these things and see what works and what doesn't. Um, and if you want help with any of this stuff, that's what I do. You and I can work on putting together a plan for you. And then we can kind of, um, see how things are working with you and continually tweak things so that you're always making progress so that you're always losing weight so that you're always uh, moving closer to your goals. Cool. Awesome. That's all I got for you today. Love you all. Keep on running lean and I will talk to you soon. If you're a runner and you've been struggling to lose weight or you keep losing and gaining the same 10 pounds over and over again, or you're finally ready to get to your natural weight and stay there for good this time, then I have something you will love. I've created a powerful new training just for you called running lean for life.